is going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Maxwell Kosmolski. Join with me is my co-host, Pac-Man Jones. And welcome back to the New School Project. Welcome back, everybody. We took a week off because we're just getting into it, and uh, we're fighting the internal battle. Holy shit. That's what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> fighting the internal battle, it's something that every single one of us experiences on... I mean, a daily basis, weekly basis, it happens in spurts. Maybe you have a, a bad month, a bad week, bad year. We all have this same struggle, and we're going to talk about the things that we have found that have been helpful to conquer it and, you know, ways we can move past it. And we, we think it's important because it's important that we maintain our positivity. It's important that, you know, we move forward in life and we're not feeling bad about it and we just want everybody to be in a good head state including ourselves mm -hmm. but we're not experts at that we we have our struggles just like everybody else but we're figuring out how to conquer it 100 percent, bro and we're certainly not experts on it i think that we 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 are good at identifying it and then we got a ch each other and we got a team and we all help each other like you know be like yo abundance like we got this we're all we're all going through the same shit. You feeling the way that you're feeling isn't isn't something that other people aren't feeling, especially the masses. You know, um, going into that, like, shit. The hardest thing to start off is like feeling like a fraud. Yeah, like you said, we're not experts at it. I I have to be honest. I mean, coming onto the podcast, I almost feel guilty as hell telling someone else what they should do with their life. You know, I look around, you know, people, they should be taking information from everyone. And I do sort of feel like a fraud when, you know, when I, when I start out, when I'm talking about something, you know, there's people that have all these qualifications and, you know, I don't know, do you need a, do you need to listen to someone if they have a PhD or if they have a billion dollars or a great familial life, great friendships, uh, great speaking skills. I don't know. We take information from all over the place and feeling like a fraud because we're, you know, talking about something that we might not be experts in. It's something that we all go through, but yeah. it's, it's part of the grind. I mean, every single person has felt like a fraud doing something in the beginning. Or, or when you like think about yeah, in the beginning for sure, bro. In the beginning for sure. And everybody has to start out at some point. And when you're starting, you're usually thinking about the past. You know, you're thinking about, oh, you know, I was this way. Oh, I I did this shit. Past oh, failures. I, I, I said this to this person, you know, what the fuck was I doing? Why was I that way? You know, that that's like for me, you know, like to expose my fraud, like I was a certain way. Maybe I didn't understand like how I was coming off to people because I really at heart like truly love people. I'm trying to experience this life with people and I feel like that's where I get a lot of my energy from. But back in the day, you know, I would wonder why people would come and go out of my life, you know, and I kept thinking it was those people and honest to God, I, I think that I wasn't the nicest person, you know. I, I wasn't focused on giving. I wasn't focused on like my family, all this things that matter to me now, but trying to get on this podcast and then be like, hey, you know, try to be a fucking damn good person, you know, try to do that, especially knowing all the things that I did when I was a kid or whatever. And they're not fucking terrible things, you know, just in my mind, I'm like, fuck, man, like, are people really going to listen to me? Um, 
is this going to work? Is it worth leaving um, our jobs and just full send it on the on the podcast? You know, this fucking internal battle is something that we've been battling, especially for the past probably two two months. You know, at least as a team. You know, and like, oh shit, how's this going to go? Are we going to start this? Are we not going to start it? Um, but the biggest thing to help us not feel like a fraud is probably just getting on here and, and ripping it, dude. Yeah. And you know, if we have good intentions behind our actions, then I feel like it's kind of a different story. You know, we're, we're not going trying to, you know, cause any, anything bad. We're not trying to hurt people in any way. We're trying to spread positivity. We're trying to inspire people to, you know, seek new information and do what they can to improve their own lives. So getting past that aspect of feeling like a fraud, I feel like if you are backed with good intentions and it makes it a little bit easier to move forward. Damn right. Yeah. I, dude, I, I like, that's another thing. And so like not feeling like a fraud has something to do with what you're doing and how you feel about yourself. I know that for a fact. That's why I try to work out at least five times a week. You know, I built a, a gym in my house just to have more time to be able to do that and have no excuses and things like that. But probably building a gym in my house was an excuse in a certain sense because I was like, the gym's too far away. Spent more time procrastinating, feeling like a fraud, you know, because I, I think health is wealth. And how am I going to get on here and talk about all this shit, right, and, and not be tipped? tip top so it's definitely complicated uh but i'm glad you brought up the gym because we didn't even put that in the notes for this episode but mm -hmm. that's probably one of the biggest components towards your fighting your internal battles because if we're not taking care of our body as we've talked about plenty of times in the past mm -hmm. along with our minds as well then we're not really giving ourselves much of a fighting chance i think jim carrey said something really similar to that I think it was something along the lines of Jim Carrey. Yeah, uh, something along the lines of combating depression or something. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can uh, revisit the quote or something well, later we on. But, we can revisit the quote. But Tony he, Robbins says like movement is emotion. You know, I know for a fact he says that. He says movement is emotion, and then he says like he'll bring bring up a story. He'll be like, my kid comes up to me and they they say, hey dad, I want to do this, and he'll say, when's a better time to do that other than right now? And then they'll go do that right now. And they take immediate action on those thoughts and things like that. And then that is their identity. That is what they're doing every day. How can you be a fraud when that's what you do? Things the, like that. The action is very important, and we'll, we will get to that. But just to end off what I said about Jim Carrey, oh, it yeah. was more about the mental health and the physical health. And he said that something along the lines of depression, but if you're not drinking enough water exercising, getting outside, some stuff like that. Oh, Jay brought it up. All right, let's see what we got. All right. I believe depression is legitimate, but I also believe that if you don't exercise, eat nutritious food, get sunlight, get enough sleep, consume positive material, surround yourself with support, then you aren't giving yourself a fighting chance. Jim Carrey, that's a great, great quote. Hell yeah. And I, I firmly believe that. So those are actionable steps that we can all take. Because mm -hmm. we're all fighting those internal battles, and I want to give myself a fighting chance. I want you to give yourself a fighting chance, as I know you are, and everybody listening, I want you to know that you have a fighting chance, and you can give it to yourself, and 
if it's not us that is going to be the, you know, the source of information that gives you something incredibly valuable, but then maybe we can point you in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're mainly coming from the aspect, I think almost always of like, yo, we don't want anybody to have to go through the shit that we went through if they don't have to, you know, if we can get the same point across and they can have that point sink in and they don't have to go through like dealing with tyrants or doing business with people that are shady or having people lie to you or people leave when you don't think they're going to leave or whatever the fuck it is. Right. You know, you can, you can read like, that's why books are even a thing, right? Why are you going to read a book? Right. Obviously nonfiction, but why are you going to read a book? Because somebody's writing that about an experience, right? And you can read a whole book and have 10 years of experience, maybe not in action and maybe it doesn't sink as well and cl click as well. And it's not as, you know, fast in your mind to understand it, but y you can have that knowledge and not, and, and be smarter about the steps that you do take to where you want to go and where you want to go is in my opinion, who you are, it's who you surround yourself with. It's the situations you put yourself in. And all that aspect. And if you're not doing the things that are going to take you to where you want to go, you, you probably do feel like a fraud, just like I felt like a fraud. Um, I talked about it on a later podcast, buying all this fucking equipment, not doing shit with it. Like, come on, Nolan. We're come only on. human, man. Yeah. But look, we're we're here and we've combated those feelings of, you know, feeling like a fraud. And it's something that I've heard from Andy Frisella which he's one of the best resources out there, in my opinion. He said something about the 10,000-hour club. Yeah. He, yeah. he brought I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. He, he brought that up in one of his podcasts. Maybe it was the MFCEO project. And he tuned me on to the idea of feeling like a fraud, and it kind of simplified my feelings. You know, whether it was fear or indecision or basically just feeling like a fraud – it he kind of summed it up and it it kind of made sense for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and bro, like uh, when we're talking to, like wrapping that full circle, when we're talking about feeling like a fraud and then feeling like you know you have a certain idea of where you want to go and who you want to be. So then when you have these thoughts and then you need to take action on them, but you're not taking action on them, you're definitely gonna feel like a fraud. You're also not logging those ten thousand hours, you know. So you're not gonna be in the ten thousand hour room. You're not going to be in the 20,000-hour room with, with these big ballers that are doing big-ass shit. You know, you got to grind through the mundane. And a lot of the time, the faith is what gets you through that mundane. And it's what makes you feel like you're not a fraud because you're doing it. And shit, man. And I, it goes full circle because when you act, when you take that action, you cure that fear and you build up confidence and you flex those muscles of confidence and you, you get confidence to keep moving forward. So, I mean, it seems like the beginning is always the hardest. Oh yeah. So you just take action and that's helped me cure a lot of my fears. And, you know, it's still advice that I could take a lot better than I currently do, but feelings of hopelessness, feelings of indecision or inadequacy, I feel like getting closer to that 10,000 hour club, that's probably my best way of getting out of that shit. Yep. Yep. And then, and then when you get to that like 10,000 hour club, the thoughts that you have on that regular basis, and I don't fucking know, right? 
like we're we're getting there but i don't know but i would based on what i feel and the people that i attract into my life and the experiences i attract and the deals that i attract i would say that those people are in line with how much work that i've put in you know doesn't matter what fucking age they are right and like going forward on that <clears throat> i feel like once you get to that 10,000 hour club and you probably still do have those thoughts of feeling like a fraud and being this certain way, but the people that are around you are probably at such a high caliber or the situations that you're dealing with are so complex and and things like that, but then you're you're solving them because you got that 10,000 hours of skills behind you and all this shit that is probably easier, you know, maybe not easier, but it, it might be easier to not feel like a fraud the, f the further up you go into knowing yourself, knowing who you're becoming, knowing that you're on track and all this stuff. Well, at that point, you're definitely not a fraud. Mm -hmm. I mean, depending on how far you get. I mean, I don't know who decides who's a fraud or not, but but simply put. Fucking Colonel Sanders, right? 65, he started KFC. Come on. I always think back to that when I'm feeling old yet young. I don't ever want to look for an excuse to... You know, be like, oh, I'm still young. It's all right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be thinking that way. Aggressive patience. That's what Ed Milet says. Mm -hmm. And that's how, you know, you you got to be patient because shit takes time. But you also have to be aggressive and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. That's so, why, yeah. Br bringing that up, like, that's why I appreciate Jay Cotter's music so much. Because he's, he's 20, 20, 23. And these guys that play this type of music, like the Grateful Dead, like uh, Fish, like Goose, they're like in their 30s, man. And they're just hitting their strides. Like obviously not Fish. Fish is old. Obviously not Fish into the Grateful Dead, right? But that type of music that Jay Cotter's playing. Mm -hmm. And, and he, you know, he's got a great career ahead of him, and a lot of things are going to happen for him, and it's going to be exciting to see. And I'll fucking call that out right now. Just because... I know him, and I know that he's not going to quit. He's going to log those hours, shit like that, you know? And Damn right. I'm sure that when he sees these people shredding, you know, on stage, he not only feels like, oh, shit, I could do that, you know? But he also feels, oh, fuck, maybe I'm I'm not doing it as fast as them, you know? But then he's he's going to put in the hours and, and be like, all right, yeah, I, I'm definitely as good as these people. That's part of the internal battle. I mean, comparing yourself to others, which is unavoidable, <laughs> but we have to take, you know, take well, it with a grain of salt. What's the what's the real reason we we brought up this podcast today, Max? What did we just do? You know, uh, what I don't know. We we just we just left our jobs. You know. Oh yeah, we we sent it on our. We have two businesses. We got two businesses. We work for ourselves now, and that that's it. You we know? took a leap of faith, and it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable. we're making room for bigger, better stuff. And mm -hmm. it's it's going to be a hell of a ride. You know, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, but, you know, we're going to fight the internal battle just like everybody does. Mm -hmm. We're going to learn how to fight it better and better. And as we get better, hopefully we can help other people get better. And, you know, we another thing I wanted to talk about with this was surrounding ourselves with the right people. Right. Like, you know, we're... The circle it it gets smaller over time, and sure. we we think it's important to surround yourself with the right people, especially yeah. with the internal battle. 
like the what what were we talking about the rock tumbler you know like it, if if you ever like feel like unpolished or you ever feel like you're maybe not as pretty as you want to be or whatever the fuck man you ever feel like you're not where you want to be you know put yourself in a situation where you're going to be around a bunch of people that think like you act like you work out like you eat like you want to have fun like you right and put yourself in a rock tumbler with them and eventually, through enough friction, both positive and negative, you know, if you guys are still in that tumbler together, when you plop out, you're going to be this beautifully polished rock, you know. And that that right there is basically what inspired Steve Jobs to create products. You can look it up in his book. but And you can't go in the rock <coughs> tumbler with a bunch of... Uh, Tyrants or people that uh, take advantage of people or, you know... Like, here's another thing. People all the time, they're focused on the money. And you got people that like Gary Vee or like Andy Frisella or like Ed Milet, and they'll talk about people, 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 people. They're always talking about people. The people that back their company, the people that, um, like, help them through their times. When you, when you think about who you surround yourself with, you think about – you're also thinking about who you are becoming, and going back to the fraud thing, if who you are becoming is who you surround yourself with, right, then that is f- of concern. You better make sure you're surrounded yeah. with good people that you want to emulate and grow with, mm-hmm. not people that have qualities that you don't particularly admire. Maybe it's dishonesty or gossip or... Uh, lack of drive or what whatever it is i'm i'm not here to tell anybody who they sh- should be surrounded themselves with only you can tell whether you're surrounded by the right people or not mm-hmm. we know that from experience and we've heard a lot of people that are hell of a lot more qualified than us say very similar stuff and you know you brought up books earlier mm-hmm. and there was one thing that i wanted to add on to that is that you'll never be able to talk to anybody like Steve Jobs or any of these, you know, pat people, these people that are past. Right. And we're able to gain all their perspectives and stuff and they're dead. I I just picked up an audiobook and I guess it was from a guy that, you know, obviously he didn't make the audiobook. I don't know exactly how he wrote it, but Joe Rogan recommended it and he was from 121 AD. How in the world would we be able to get perspectives like that from people nowadays? We simply can't. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the influences that we're surrounding ourselves with. It's the influences that we put in our brain through podcasts and YouTube videos and books. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just as important for fighting the internal battle because if you just let this stuff fester... I mean, you know it firsthand. I know it firsthand. You let this shit fester in your head, and it get, it gets worse and worse. You get pissed, bro. Yeah, you get pissed, and fucking. you find every fucking reason to be hopeless. You find every reason to look at the all the negatives in life, mm-hmm. and you basically you're further training your brain to experience the negativity. Yeah, and bro. I, and uh, you know, your girlfriend read this book too, "Awaken the Giant Within" by mm-hmm. Tony Robbins. He explains uh, something called neurolinguistic programming, and I highly recommend this book. You'll be able to learn a lot more from that book than my 
little summary on one section of the book, but and you can tie it in maybe with the highway thing, but mm-hmm. he talks about strengthening neural pathways, and every time you have a thought, then it creates a neural pathway, or it strengthens a neural pathway. Right. So every time you think, oh, I'm... I'm a I'm a piece of shit. I'm a fraud. I'm a bad boyfriend. I'm I'm broke. This or that. You're further every time you say that or think it, you're strengthening the, that neural pathway and it makes it that much easier for that neural pathway to be activated in the future. Yep. But if if you're thinking that, you know, you're you're amazing, you're confident, you're going to get through this, you're brilliant whatever, just positive thoughts in general, you're strengthening those neural pathways and making it easier and easier to access them and more fluid, I guess. hundred percent. And, and that will, that will determine your habits. Honest to God, those pathways. And like what Max was saying with the, the highway thing, it's like, is the positive highway, which is that neural pathway, is it seven lanes wide or is it a small back street in your mind? And is the negative pathway in your mind a small back street, or is it this big-ass fucking seven-lane highway? I want the negative pathway to be that crappy back road with all the potholes. Yeah. And nice, smooth, freshly paved expressway for the positive thoughts. Abundance. Seven lanes. <laughs> Got to be thinking in abundance. Yeah. What What else do we have for fighting the internal battles? Uh, There's a thing such as too much positivity. Yeah, toxic positivity. That's true. hundred percent. Like, uh, I mean, you could always, you could always be doing somebody a disservice by giving them too much energy if they don't deserve it, you know? And then in terms of like how you're feeling with your progression, with your progression, it could be lacking because of you not being balanced in, um, that distribution of energy. And that's a hard one to fucking bite. That's yeah. a hard one to bite. Because there, and there needs a hard to be a to, distribution. It's a hard one to understand what's going on, too. Especially if you're a giver. If you like giving to people, if you like supporting people and things like that. Like, you need to you need to have your cup filled to fill other people's cups. That's, that's bottom line. And you want to surround yourself with people, again, right, that want to pour in your glass just as much as you want to pour in their glass. And, you know, but then again. You can uh, pour too much. Yeah, you could pour way too much, shower people with, you know, artificial positivity, and that that shit doesn't help. And I'm I'm guilty of that, and well, I've experienced that. Well, people don't work. pour the same way, you know. Like you got a team, you got you got linemen, you got a quarterback, you got wide receivers, you got some running backs, right? And everybody has a certain thing that they're really fucking good at. But if one person doesn't operate that correctly, you're fucked. The lineman doesn't block. You could have an all-star quarterback like uh, Matthew Stafford, for example, and then boom, you know, doesn't even matter. But then the dude goes and wins a Super Bowl, right? All right. Uh, you could have uh, uh, a great line, right, like uh, the New England Patriots, right? But your quarterback isn't Tom Brady anymore, so do you go and win a Super Bowl? No, right? You could have great wide, uh, a great quarterback, but then you throw it to the wide receiver, and you could have great linemen because that quarterback was able to get off the throw, and then you throw it to the wide receiver, and he fucking doesn't catch it. And it was right in his hands, you know? So basically what I'm saying is that people are going to pour in their own way, and everybody has their own way. So you got to figure out your role. you got to figure out what you want in life, and you, 
You have to know where they're at to a certain extent without identifying them because you have no fucking right to do that, right? But be a team. Figure out where everybody flows uh, in your team, in your network, in your life, right? And uh, dis- distribute the energy that you can as your glass is filled. Um, and make sure that you're definitely not tip uh, filling somebody else's glass if you feel like a fraud. You know, take care of the internal battle, you know? You feel like shit. You feel like you're just sitting there snacking on food. You're like, I am that person that eats in bed and is just watching this TV right now. Because, listen, I do that shit too. We are all fucking human. We're all in this fucking together. And, you know, this is a realist podcast. It's about uh, the new generation. It's about the new school. And we're here to talk about things that we were never taught and to handle, you know? Parents are like, hey, invest in... 401k. Oh, well, I can't pull my money out for the next 45 fucking years. All right. No. Right. All right. Be a bucket filler. All right. Well, what if this person's lying to this teacher about what is actually going on? And I don't need to fucking be nice to this person because that person's a a fucking piece of shit or a douchebag. You know, I'll I'll just say it like you got to pick your battles. Right. And honestly, if you get your mind right and you get the 10,000 hours in, you won't even have those people come into your life. Like, I haven't seen them in a long time, and I don't have fucking 10,000 hours, you know? I just am out of the, you know, surrounding myself with people that complain about everyday shit or, or like, that life is tough or they have to be a man or be a strong woman or what, you know? It's, it's like we're all in this together. We're all in the same boat. If you don't make more than $450,000 in America, you're not the 1%. And then people our age are, like, tripping about not being millionaires and shit. It's like, all right, let's put some fucking hours on the board. Let's not feel like frauds. Let's put out authentic content. Let's do things that matter to us. And then we'll probably all push up the world that we want to see together. We'll make that a view, but... I kind of went off on a tangent, Max, honest to God. <laughs> hey, it's all good. I love I'm it. just fired up, dude. Like, fuck, man. We we have fought this internal battle for so long. At least I have. And and we'll continue to fight it. That's an inconvenient truth. But, you know. I, I mean, have you came to the point where it's like almost like you have to just get your mind right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've I think gone it, that's up, it. I've gone up and down. You know, my mind is been really good i feel like in the beginning of 2020 or maybe the middle of 2020 when i was on 75 hard and i think i read like 36 books that year or something i i just had this constant flow of positivity and you know i've fallen off that boat and you know i've allowed the negativity to fester i've gotten back up and it's it's a long road and there's ups and downs and like i've always said the ups really aren't worth shit without experiencing the downs Mm -hmm. but you know in conclusion fighting the internal battles we all fucking do it we all do it an internal battle that fucks with a lot of people is feeling like a fraud and everybody feels like that when you start something new you simply are new at it you cannot be an expert at it and the ten thousand hours thing yeah it sounds discouraging as hell but the feelings of being a fraud when you're doing something new it's it's absolutely natural, and mm-hmm. I reckon every single person has gone through that. We talked about taking action to combat these internal battles, hopelessness, despair, 
uh, inadequacy, procrastination, fear. Mm-hmm. Everything except I bet taking for, like, action helps guilt. with all of that. <clears throat> What's that? I bet taking action helps with all of those negative emotions. Oh, fuck yeah. And Damn right, bro. And then the influences. Uh, read the right books. Take in the right information. Surround and, yourself with the right people. And we got to fucking just keep our head up. Yeah. We got to keep our head up and we got to help. We got to. We got to bring out others up with us. Yeah, 100%. We got to stay positive, but not too positive where it's artificial and unhealthy. But, you know, we, we got to learn from other influences on retaining positivity and moving forward with that. Yeah, being okay with the process, for sure. Having aggressive patience in that process, betting on yourself, and really, like, figuring out what you want is a big deal. Like, figure that out. That's all on you. That It really is. Like, write it out. Figure out how the fuck to get it into at least on paper in existence, you know? So you can look at it. Record yourself, right? My girlfriend was telling me, record yourself and then, you know, see how you're talking. See how, uh, see what you're saying. If that's that really rings true to you when, like, you're hearing yourself say it and shit like that. Like, we got all these tools. That's part of the process. You you do what you can to see what you're doing wrong. And, you know, it's a plan. It's a living, breathing plan. And you course correct. Mm-hmm. You were doing that shit wrong. Oh, get rid of the filler words. Oh, we ramble on. We do less of that. Uh, whatever it is. We yeah. spend too much time doing this. We we course correct and we move forward. And the the new school project, uh, we're definitely gonna develop some tools to help people start to maybe get that shit on paper or start to optimize, you know, what they wanna be. That's what this is all about. Uh, we're all teachers here. Uh, this is the new school. Thanks for listening, everybody. At underscore new school project on Instagram. If you liked the show, if you appreciate what we had to say, if you support the movement, do us a huge favor, share it with one friend, maybe two if you're feeling nice, and help us get the word out, and we're going to keep putting out content, and thanks a lot for listening. Yeah, 100%, guys.